0: hello and welcome back to inspired grown-ups it's alana banana and if you're new here that's been my nickname since i was little and it's how the kids know me from the alana banana show today i am bringing you a solo episode as much as i love talking with other grown-ups That really do inspire me that are doing uplifting things in the world. I also like to bring you these shorter solo episodes to talk about topics that light me up and hope to bring a little light into your life while listening. That being said, I'm talking about acts of kindness. So when I was in my early 20s, I remember seeing this bumper sticker on cars that I loved. It said, practice Random acts of kindness and senseless acts of beauty. Did you ever see that? I used to see it a lot. It was like going around, or maybe I just was aware of it. So I would just draw those cars into my life. It's kind of how my mind works. Anyway, I loved the thought of it. And in my mind, the random acts of kindness were maybe slowing down while driving so another car could pull in front of you or giving a homeless person a few dollars or a meal or just sending good thoughts or prayers to the people you're waiting in line with or who are in traffic with you or leaving your server a good tip more than 20%. Now, I just caught myself saying the word just uh, sending good thoughts. And I recently listened to a solo episode by somebody that I love and adore. And I'm working with right now, Trisha Huffman. She wrote the book F the shoulds do the wants. You've probably heard me talking about her. If you listen to this podcast, she just did a solo episode where she talked about letting go of that word just, and I was thinking in my mind, Oh yeah, that's something I'm really conscious of. And I try to take it out of emails or when I talk, because it, kind of belittles the thing that you're about to say. So as I was saying, just sending good thoughts or prayers to the people you're waiting in line with, I'm thinking, wait a minute, sending good thoughts and prayers to people you're waiting in line with or who you're in traffic with is actually a very kind, important thing to do. It's not a just. So I'm catching myself in this moment and uh, talking through it in real time with you. All right. So getting back. To leaving your server a good tip. Now, because I spent my 20s waiting tables at a few different high end restaurants, I particularly liked this one because I was often the recipient of this act of kindness, which made me want to share it all the more. I mean, I remember the first day I ever had my own table to serve after I had been trained. I waited on these two people, and their bill was like $25. It's kind of crazy to say that now because of how much prices have gone up in the world. And I feel like one of those older people that are like back in my day, gas was like $2 and 50 cents. I think as we get older, we're probably going to be those people. Anyway, this dinner was $25 and they left me a $25 tip. And at the time I was floored and I thought to myself, oh my God, this is going to be a good job for me. And it, it actually really was. I spent, I guess, like 12 years in the restaurant industry and I met some of my best friends there. I And I also ended up looking at the job as time to socialize and exercise because, you know, we had to walk around really fast for hours and balance heavy things on a tray. And I was hanging out with my friends that I was working with, meeting new people that I was, you know, serving and just talking them up like they were my friend which made the job so much more fun. So I learned a lot about people in general through that job, especially while working in Beverly Hills and Midtown New York. I saw it all, the generous and the stingy. And I think when you've worked in the service industry and received tips, you're most likely a bigger tipper or at least always leaving 20% since you know how it feels. And the way I saw it was what comes around, goes around. And I have to say, I did receive, besides that first initial 100% tip, I made some really, really great tips from very, very generous people, which always felt really good. Now, I used the word random before when talking about the random acts of kindness, because that's what the initial quote said that I really liked. But as I thought about it this morning more, these acts of kindness are really not random at all. Those of us who are the giver intentionally decides to give whether it is a good thought or a generous action. So it might be a split second decision, but we do decide to do it. So there is definitely intention behind it. The older I get, the more I get clear on my intentions behind everything I do. 90% of the time, I intentionally get up earlier than my family. So I have the alone time I need to help me get centered, to meditate, to stretch, to write, basically to do what helps me to feel the best that I can feel to start my day before I get anyone else's energy or opinions in the mix. Then I feel more aligned, uh, more sturdy. I feel more intentional about how I want the day to go. What it is I want to do or accomplish. And if things don't go exactly that way, I'm most of the time less reactionary and more grounded. Or it takes me, I would say, a shorter amount of time to get back to that place and remember my intention that I always set to just go with the flow. Oh, I did it again. Just go with the flow. What? (laughs) Go with the flow. It's such a big, wonderful thing to do. Why would I put just in front of it? Oh, man something to think about, right? Our language. It's really interesting. Anyway, recently a mentor of mine was talking about giving for the sake of giving and that the gift is really in the giving without any strings attached, without thinking we're going to get something back from it. If we put conditions on our giving, then that feels kind of sticky or it doesn't have that light, feel-good feeling that gives us a boost of energy or a pep in our step, feeling when we give from really just a heart-centered place. I feel like the act of giving for the sake of giving itself also comes down to the belief that we live in an abundant universe, that there will always be enough for us and that we're not in competition with anyone, but all on the same team, all connected. So why wouldn't we help each other out? Why wouldn't we share? If we live with the belief that there's not enough, that it's hard to find abundance, that money doesn't grow on trees, something that a lot of us might have heard when we were younger, that there's hardly enough for me. So why would I give something to you? Then that's basically going to be our experience. I do believe that thoughts become things. So if those are your thoughts, those are your beliefs, that is going to be your experience. We experience what we believe to be true. It's really as simple as that and beliefs are really just thoughts that we choose to think over and over again. If we change the thought, we can change the beliefs and change our life experiences. For real. I've been experimenting with this for a while now, and it feels so true for me. And I am just a much happier person and find joy in so many things because I have chosen to become aware of thoughts that don't make me feel good and then in the moment turn them around so here's a little example i'm a believer that i always find good parking spaces therefore i do i really do it's pretty fun to witness and be a receiver of of course especially when you're in downtown la and there's like no parking and i'm like oh it's gonna be easy i'm gonna find a parking space right in front someone pulls out right when i'm about to pull in and i'm like woohoo there it goes. Thank you very much. It's pretty fun. Anyway, there are always going to be two sides of the same coin, light, dark, health and sickness, abundance and poverty. Where do you want your focus to be? I'm always going to choose the light, the health, the abundance, because that's what feels the best to me. And if someone close to me is experiencing otherwise, for me to focus on the other side of the coin with them, isn't going to help them out at all. Why not continue to see their health, their abundance, their light, holding that space for them? I mean, isn't that what prayer is really all about? Lifting other people up. Whether we believe in God or whether we just believe in good energy or universe or source energy, whatever it is for you, we all know that thinking a good thought helps us to feel better. So if someone's having a really hard time, For us to continue to see them sick or continue to see them going through the really hard time, let's just turn it around, help them turn it around by just focusing on their healing. We're all in this world for our own growth. And really, we have no idea what someone else needs to learn from whatever experience they're having. So let's let them have their experience and focus on our own, on what helps us to feel the best in each day. I decided this past week to step up my giving game just for the sake of giving, to really tune into how it makes me feel. As I said before, I've been in the practice of silent good thoughts to strangers for a while and of course that's free, so I I wanted to do a few things that some people around me have been talking about, like buying food or coffee for the people behind you in a drive-through. So I did just that yesterday and it felt so good and it was so fun. Eric and I also left a very generous tip to a really good server we had at a great restaurant this past week. And I definitely, definitely appreciate good service. He went above and beyond. I mean, I was tearing up during a conversation we were having and he brought me some tissue. It was like so sweet and thoughtful. I don't know if I've ever had a server do that. And I wanted him to know how much he was appreciated. Look, I'm not telling you these things to pump myself up, but to share with you how Doing this made me feel, it felt so damn good. I was also very aware that while doing it, I continued to feel into just how abundant this universe is and that when I continue to have the belief that I am always provided for and there's always enough for me, so it's easy for me to share, that really feels good too. When we give and we really feel into the joy of giving, we're in a better feeling state and then open To receiving more for ourselves. And we all know abundance comes in many forms. It's not just about money, it's also the awesome idea we have about something we want to do or have or share or about seeing the beauty of nature all around us. It's our health, it's the love we have for our family and our friends. And I really do believe that the biggest way we can help make this world a better place all starts with us our own individual selves and the thoughts we think, the feelings we have. It goes back to that quote from Gandhi, to be the change you wish to see in others. Again, we have no control over what someone else does. We all have our own inner being and personality that's guiding our own lives. So why not take some pressure off and stop trying to fix or change someone else, but start each day focusing on what it is that is going to help us to feel the best today. Or if somebody is annoying you or frustrating you, instead of focusing on that, can you focus on something that you do really like about that person? You must have something, or they wouldn't really probably be in your life. So what is it that you can connect with them on? Focus on that. Here's the reminder that we all know, but I know I like to hear it daily, is that today is all we have and how we choose to live today is setting up our future. The best part is that we get to truly start over each and every day, which is why my solo morning practice is so important to me to remind myself of this. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. sure if I keep running the old stories through my head, I'll probably experience the same thing but if i choose to focus on the abundance around me on my health on the love in my life on the gifts i feel like i've been given that i get to share on dreaming about the next adventure i want to take i'm starting my day feeling good before i check my email or social media it's changed everything for me do i get pulled down at times of course i'm human but i'm more aware of when it happens and Have cultivated the tools to help me navigate through it and out of it more quickly. I also always learn something from it, so it's never for nothing. And not beating up on ourselves for things we think we should or shouldn't have done and having grace with ourselves is also a great act of kindness that we can embrace. So I hope this is a little nudge to you to practice more random or intentional acts of kindness and take notice of how it makes you feel. If you feel a sense of lack when thinking about doing it, take a look at that. Where did that belief come from? And does it feel like something you can shift from within yourself? We can really start with the little things, small generosities everything has a ripple effect. We know this one kind thing you can do for someone else or for yourself can change the trajectory of your day and possibly your life. This world we live in really can be a fun playground if we want it to be. sometimes we take things so seriously and it doesn't need to be that way. How can you lighten things up and have a little more fun today? What is the first thing that pops into your head? Do that and see how it makes you feel. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I know there's a lot of content out in the world, so it really does mean a lot to me that you are here. And if you like this talk and you know someone who you think would like it, who would get a little boost from it as well, you can share it with them. Also, be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening if you haven't already to stay in the loop when new episodes are released. Well, spring is in the air and I am loving it. I love it so much. I love all the flowers. It's just incredible. Flowers are like magic to me. New things are being birthed. And as you all know, I love writing music, especially for kids. And I am now offering to write custom songs for kids. It is so much fun. Oh, I just wrote um, a potty time song for this two-year-old named Declan. It was like the most fun things. So, If you have a child or a special kid in your life that's celebrating something or going through a challenging time, or if you just want a song to celebrate this amazing kid in your life, check out the link in the show notes to get more info on getting a custom song written for you. I'm also starting to share some of them on Instagram. So follow me there if you don't already at the Atlanta Banana Show. And that is also where you'll find all of our kids music and music videos online and on our YouTube channel. I hope you have such a beautiful day. I'm sending so much love your way and I'll talk to you next week.